Happy Mental Health Awareness Month, even though the month is almost over, still Happy Mental Health Awareness Month, and welcome to another episode of Life in Mars with me, Mariella. Um, so in the last episode, I had mentioned that I wasn't really going to make another episode until I was having a mental breakdown, and although I'm not in full crisis mode, I'm also not not in crisis mode. Um, I feel... I don't know. I'm kind of confused because I like I know that I'm not doing well, but I'm also not like I don't feel fully, fully broken down. But I do feel on like the teetering edge, and I don't know if this is I I don't know if this is just how I've been feeling lately, and if this is like an extended thing that I've been feeling for a while now, um, or if it's actually me being in the state, which is like a state of like being teetering between feeling like things could either go really well or things could either go really fucking downhill from here um so yeah right now I just wanted to hop on kind of quickly I don't know how long it's gonna be but I don't think it's gonna be too long just because it's a little late right now and I am tired now that I started I'm like back in the mood damn every time I fucking I do this podcast like between podcasts I like I come up with like concepts or like ideas that I want to talk about or like themes or topics that I want to talk about but it's so hard for me to like actually sit down and record I feel like I always like make excuses but once I'm recording it feels so good to like talk so here we are um and then I feel like this this topic is going to be very on brand for like this mental health awareness month so hopefully you take a minute to to like check in with yourself take care of yourself or like try to figure um out what your mental state is that's something that I think I've been struggling with it's something that I feel like I've struggled with for a long time now and I feel like I'm heading somewhere but again I don't know whether that's like good or bad it just feels like a very teetering state of being which I don't love I I like it if it's like progression towards where I want to be or like to a happier state of mind but at the same time it is very nerve-wracking because I also do see the potential for things to go downhill which I obviously don't want them to so let's get right into it starting with my drinking habits because I feel like this is going to be important for this topic that I want to cover or like the topics that I'm going to cover which is that I've been drinking quite a bit lately not to like black out but I've been drinking pretty regularly and uh, okay so let's back up real quick (laughs) So my drinking habits have increased as of lately. I feel like part of it is because the pandemic, part of it also, part of it is because the pandemic in the sense that like, there's not really much else to do. So like I fill my time with drinking and I classify that as fun. And then another element is that for me, my job is like stressful, but it's also a little bit draining in the sense that I don't really have, I've explained this before, but I don't really have energy to do like other activities that require a little bit more um, like activity, like stimulation, like outdoorsy things or just like socializing things because I'm not like super social person and my job is very social oriented. So I've been kind of going towards alcohol to fill that little bit of a void. And this is all going to wrap up, but like I feel, 
I'm not like, I don't think that I'm like an alcoholic, but I feel like I'm like a borderline alcoholic. Like I said, I feel like I'm not like dependent on alcohol, but I do see how like if I keep going with the way that I'm doing things, specifically with alcohol, I can very easily become an alcoholic. And like, I've never really understood this. Like when we were little, I would see my dad was an alcoholic as well. But when I was growing up, I never really saw him drink until I was like, I don't know, like 12, 11, something like that, just because my mom had made him like swear on the Bible that he wasn't going to drink because he got like a DUI and like he was pretty heavily drinking before I was born and then probably like the first few years of when I was born or after I was born, but I don't really remember like in my childhood him ever drinking because he had made that promise, which I guess lasted like 10 years or something. (laughs) And then um, the first time I ever saw my dad drunk, it was with him and my two uncles. They finished like 10 bottles of wine by themselves. And it was just, I just remember feeling like super stressed that like, obviously I'd never seen my dad that way. He was pretty like out of control he couldn't really like walk straight I remember he wanted to go out to the car to get like a CD that he wanted to play um inside the house and like I remember my mom walking him out there and like we went with her and he couldn't even push the button and that just like made me feel really like scared that something was going to happen to him so I never liked when he drank like other people I had seen other people drunk but like I didn't really care honestly until I saw my dad drunk because I had never seen him that way and everyone else I had more or less experienced like their version of drunk um so seeing my dad in that type of state made me really like oh my god I'm never gonna drink and then when I got older and I was like not at the age legally to drink, but like when I was older, I did like try alcohol and I didn't like how it tasted. I thought it was so nasty and I didn't understand why people would use it as like a celebratory tool to like toast and like whatever, just because it tastes so gross that I was like, oh my God, why would anyone like damper their like happiness by torturing themselves and drinking alcohol and then also why would they make them like if it's a sad situation why would you make yourself feel shittier by taking alcohol I just didn't like understand that concept and then when I got even older that's when I started um when I tried alcohol again after like a few years of like not trying it because I was like this nasty this is not for me And so after a few years, I tried it again and I was like, oh, this isn't that bad. I actually kind of liked the taste a little bit. And so it wasn't like, I I don't know. I think my mindset changed in that sense, just because during that time I was like, oh my God, this is like kind of cool. We're like socially drinking. So it's not really like a big like issue. I'm not like blacking out even though the first time that I drank like heavily, I did black out. (laughs) But, um, But I feel like that's just like comes along with the process of like learning what your like tolerance level is and everything um anyway I'm getting kind of off topic but the point is I when I was little I did not approve of like taking alcohol doing alcohol whatever you want to call it ingesting alcohol at all and then slowly things have changed but like I think it's it's interesting because obviously my perspective has changed because I'm older so like I understand a few more things that I that I didn't when I was younger but at the same time 
like part of me does feel a little disappointed because I'm like, if I know that I've done a lot, I've done a lot of things in my life, like as of lately or until now to now, whatever that like my younger self would be proud of. But I feel like at the same time, there's a lot of things that like, I don't think my younger self would be proud of number one, fucking alcohol. Another thing that I wanted to discuss about drinking was that I can start to see like before, even though I knew that like obviously no one goes it like starts drinking alcohol and like doing drugs and stuff like that with the intention that they're going to become like addicts in any sense. And I knew that like growing up and I knew that, but I didn't like fully understand how someone could become that. I was always like, oh my God, there's like obviously deeper trauma to like turning to those things. Not always, but I feel like most common, more, more than anything, I feel like it's, it's some type of like trauma response or some type of like coping mechanism that you're using to try I don't know if it's to like fix your problems to get away from your problems or something but it's it's definitely like a a response to not having like the best time and so with how I've been feeling and like how I've been turning to alcohol to fill that void I don't think it was like super intentional to fill that void it's kind of been more like on accident which is like oh my god this is how people become alcoholics but more of like a oh I guess we're gonna drink and then it like makes me feel relaxed and so next time that I'm feeling stressed it's like the like kind of like a classical conditioning or what's it called Pavlov Pavlov's conditioning or something like that like the dog and bell and treat thing where the next time that I that I'm stressed, I'm like, oh my god, you know what would sound really good right now? Like a drink. And so it's like that kind of like mental association. And so now I'm not like I don't even know. Damn. I always ugh, Jesus Christ. I feel like I'm not in a crisis mode, but right now how I'm explaining things makes me think otherwise. I feel like the last two times that I've been drunk I feel like I've been pretty in my feels and I feel like it's a reflection because it's not like I like I didn't feel anything and then I like started drinking and then all of a sudden there's like emotion that's not that's coming from nowhere I was in my feels since before and I feel like I've been in my feels for a little bit now for the last like few weeks and like usually I don't think I'm like a super emotional person uh not in this in the sense that like I'm not like super sentimental and I feel like the last two times that I've been drunk specifically they're the ones that stand out I've been pretty sentimental like borderline wanting to cry and I've never felt that way I'm not like typically a person that cries when I'm like upset or when I'm sad or anything especially not when I'm sad I feel like if anything from what I remember, the times that I've like cried have been because I'm upset, but I don't really cry because I'm sad. By upset, I mean like flustered or like angry, I guess, or more of like anger feelings versus like sad feelings. And the last two times I've been like sad and sad enough to cry. And so I want to talk about a little bit of the things that have made that like kind of triggered that for me or like the things that I was thinking about that made me 
sad just because I feel like that it's important, obviously, (laughs) especially since it's like not a common response for me to cry. So the first thing that kind of triggered me is that since I've been thinking a lot lately about like my role as a woman and like what's expected of me in my family, what it is that I expect of myself and more or less the role that I want to like play in life, the role that I want to take and whether that's like conventional or not, I don't think it is. And like the stresses that come about with that and like all of the complexities, I've been thinking about that a lot recently. Um, I did make a podcast where I, where I like discussed a little bit about like not wanting to have kids and like not really wanting a relationship. And I've been thinking about that like we were talking, I don't know if I mentioned this and in, in, probably not, I don't think so. Think it happened afterwards, but I've been like trying to talk to people in my family just to get a little bit more of an input or like more to see their perspective outside of just like the question that they've always asked me, which is like, oh, well, now they don't even ask that question just because I feel like they've kind of accepted that I'm like not going to have a relationship for a while or at least not going to tell them about it. But I do want to like see a little bit more of a of their perspective outside of just the questions that they've asked me. So when I was at my sister's house once, we were talking with her and her friends. This is all from a religious standpoint because I was curious. I was like from, I know that there's like different like paths or different like, and this isn't all going to be religious, but it's going to start this way. So I was asking about like religiously what would be the different options that like a woman has. Obviously marriage is the most common one, but I was asking like for me that I've never like fully identified with that or like fully wanted that life path, what would be the other options? I know that like another, I guess, option would be like a religious life like a more religious life by like being a nun or something but I'm also (laughs) do not think I'm a nun slash don't agree with everything that the church says so I don't think I'd be like a super like at least a lot of like the basic things that the church agrees with so I don't think I'd be like the best nun and I also do not like don't really want to spend my life that way and so I was asking like outside of that what are the options and I know that there are other options but it just it doesn't feel like it. Like when you go to mass, it's pretty much a, you're going to get married. Yes or no. And like some people become nuns, but it's not really like super common. And then there are other options, but that's, that's it. That's the extent of how much they're, they're explored. There's like, there are other options period, but they don't really like go into depth with what those other options are. So like religiously with like how I feel and how I want my life to go, even though I'm not like fully aware of what I want my life to go. Like I'm not super clear on that path. I feel like with the way, like just my thoughts on like a traditional life and me not wanting to follow that like traditional life, it doesn't really feel like there's a space for me religiously. There, It also doesn't feel like there's a space for me in my family or like within society's standards of what me as a woman should do especially 
because of the whole like kid concept of me not wanting kids and honestly not being like a super maternal person either. It's not only that I'm not like I don't want my own kids to take care of, but I'm also not like super into taking care of kids like period. I don't know if it's if it's like hard to fully grasp or or what it is, but I feel like it's like kind of out of the blue that I'm not out of the blue, but I don't know how to explain, it, but it's not like super conventional that I'm not like able or like willing to like not engage with kids so much. So on like multiple fronts, it does make me feel like there's not a space for me religiously and like religion, even though I don't agree with everything that like is said, I do know it's an important part of my life and I know that I want to like continue that whatever that means. I'm not 100% sure of yet, but I I also know it's not like being a nun, Um, but I But when we were talking, the point is when we were talking with my sister and like her friend, it was kind of like the same thing of like, oh, well, maybe one day you'll like meet someone else and you'll change your mind. They'll, you know, like, oh, they'll make you feel like you want to get married. They'll make you feel like you want their kids. And again, it just like it triggered me, obviously, because it made me a little upset just because I was like, okay, like fair point. Maybe that will happen. But like, me as a person that likes to like explore different options mentally I was like what if it doesn't where does that leave me like I would still like to know what the other options were and it's just like it just feels like there's no other option even though it's said that there are they're not really like explored and I don't feel like people fully understand those other options marriage too is not fully understood I don't think (laughs) but but um like those other options aren't like fully expressed they're kind of just like oh they're there in the background that you can go and like do but it's kind of like oh but like most people won't do that so like we don't need to discuss those kind of a thing so it is upsetting that I that I was like oh like just inquiring we were having like a conversation like I would still like to know what my other options whether you think that like I might change my mind or not because like guess what what if if like down the line I do change my mind or whatever but I would still like to know those other options just to like fully make that choice of like oh maybe maybe in the future who knows maybe in the future I will be I will be one of those people that like changes their mind or whatever I don't think it'll be specifically for like a person I just think that like for me I know that when I make decisions I like to know all of my options and I like to fully understand what those are I feel like I kind of understand the concept of marriage religiously not like super well but I like understand it enough to like know kind of what's going on but with some and like being an unto I like kind of understand it too and I know for sure none is not my vocation but like some of the other options I know there are some but I don't know what they are and it's like upsetting that I'm not able to get like a clear information on them but I'm at the same time I also don't feel like super comfortable going to well right now because of COVID we're not like being super religious but either way or like going to mass regularly and stuff like that or any thing like in person but I also don't feel like super comfortable going to speak with someone like a priest or something just because 
I just feel like that it's going to be the same thing of like, oh, something's wrong with you. Like you're like, you'll change your mind when you like experience X, Y, or Z. And I feel like in general, even though it's, it's upsetting that it, that it like people are like that more or less, it's that sentiment of like something's wrong with you. But at the same time, internally, I do kind of feel that too, just because it seems even though I know it's not super out of the blue, I know that like statistically our generation is having less kids. Statistically, our generation is not like getting married or I don't know about relationships, but like not getting married. So knowing all of those things, I'm, I know it's not it's not like super out of the blue to feel the way that I feel. But at the same time, religiously, I feel like it's still pretty closed off to anything other than like marriage and like being a nun or priest or whatever is like a unicorn type of status thing. So religiously, that's how I feel. Um, And then another time, the last, not the last, the second to one time (laughs) when, um, I, we were drinking and I was seeing like the way that my cousin interacts with her kids and I feel like oh I don't know if it's recording or not oh it is okay so we went we were at like a family gathering for family party for Mother's Day and we, I was talking slash sitting next to my cousin and my sister and like my cousin she has a bunch of kids and I feel like she's like the way that I see her interact with her kids is the way that I like picture like a good slash like healthy mom relationship with her kids in the sense that like she still like has her own life and she's still able to like be present at the family event for herself but she does like switch back and forth between being attentive with her kids and like doing her own thing and also just the way that she is with her kids is like super like patient and hands-on I guess I would say so like I feel like she's like the best example of what I would consider like an like a mother figure to be like an ideal mother figure and so like seeing her interact with her kids it made me kind of want that but like in a weird way because it's like I know that like if I were in her situation I don't think that I would feel the same way that she does towards her kids and like back to the something is wrong with you think it makes me feel like something is wrong with me that I don't feel that way or that I don't think I'll feel that way and so that was like an interesting thing to observe and that was also one of the things that like made me feel kind of sentimental that I was like why can't I be that why can't I just fucking mold to like the the standard of what I should be just because it feels so much easier to go along with that even though I know it's not like something that I want or like something that I'd be happy doing I like part of me wishes that like I could just go along with it but like happily go along with it not just obviously like I I technically could go along with it but I don't think I would be happy but like I wish that I could go along with it and be happy 
So that was like a sentimental thing for me. It like made me want to cry. And then I was talking about it later with my sister because I was like, wow, this is unexpected, (laughs) especially because I was like confused. It took me a little bit to like kind of dissect that because I was like, why am I like wanting this some like this thing that I've like never really wanted and why am I so emotional about it and I feel like it's because of that because I'm it's not that I like actually want it it's just that that I it feels like something's wrong with me and it would be so much easier and or I feel like it would be easier if I could just go along with that like narrative with that like expectation or that life path I just feel like it'd be a lot easier Um, who knows if it actually would maybe not because today we were talking or I was talking with her and things are not super like things are more complicated always Um, life isn't perfect people aren't perfect obviously but like from an outsider looking in I'm I'm still like sometimes I just wish I could go along with that whole narrative I still think there are people that like fully go with it and like kudos to you but like personally me it's not something that I like look forward to in life as a goal or anything like that so yeah that's something that I had to deal with or like come to terms with um and dissect because I was like I said very pretty confused on why I was feeling that way and then another fucking thing so this is yesterday this is at a separate family gathering, but still with like the same family, that uh, I got emotional again. And I was like, WTF, why is this like becoming a pattern for me to get emotional just because it's something that like I don't experience on a regular basis. And I know it's like healthy too, or like it can be healthy. Um, it just because it's something that I don't experience regularly being emotional and like specifically crying. It definitely like makes me feel a little bit more alert and a little bit more like oh my god something must be really fucking wrong if I'm crying um so yesterday I I don't think I was really thinking about the same the same things as like looking at my cousin the way that she was interacting with kids her kids um but I did mention it to my sister just because me and my sister had a little heart to heart because I was like oh my god I really want to go outside because I've been emotional like the last few times and I don't know why like the last few days the last few times that I've drink drinking drink I don't know gotten drunk drink that I was like I don't know where all of this is fucking coming from. So me and my sister had a little heart to heart and I was telling her, I was like, last time, this is what I was feeling. Um, And like, I don't know, like yesterday, I don't think I was super clear on it. I was like, maybe I do want kids still. (laughs) But when I was telling it to her, I was like, maybe it's like a subconscious thing. And like part of me still thinks that I'm like, maybe I do. And I'm and I really am like traumatized. And that's why I don't. Um, But at the same time, I don't feel like that's like fully it. And even if it is, it's like, then I still have to deal with the trauma currently. Um, so yeah, that's kind of, that's where I started off just because I was like, this is what happened last time. And then now, and another thing to note, when I drink, I feel like I'm a different person in the sense that like, I feel more free, more relaxed. So I'm more chatty. I don't like, I'm not like super or as aware of my not that I'm like unaware of my surroundings in in like danger sense but I'm like more unbothered and don't like seem to care so much of like the people around me or what they're gonna think I'm like 
definitely more relaxed so I am chattier I'm like more outgoing I guess um and so that ties in because like my family seeing me that way because I only like started drinking with them this past year so they've never seen me any other way than like me sober me serious me not really like super chatty me kind of distant and stuff and like they've seen me drink a few times and like when they have seen me drink they notice like that I (laughs) am like a different person oops that I am a different person and um so I I think that like because especially because one of my sisters when she drinks she's like exactly the same pretty much like I I really couldn't <laughs> can't tell a difference and so it's just like that contrast and I feel like because I am so much different because I mean to a certain degree everyone else ap- apart from my sister they are a little bit different when they drink and when they they're sober but like with me it's like two fucking different people like completely different people I'm more social more like easygoing I'm definitely more of like an outgoing person I like to be like woo like let's have fun and like that kind of vibe and so it's it's really strange for them to see that side of me and I think it's also strange for them to see such a contrast of what they know me as and who I am when I drink, which is a more relaxed and I would argue slightly more authentic version of who I am. Um, so I think that contrast, I don't know if it's like worrying, like lately, I don't know if it's like worrying them just to see that contrast. Um, but one of the things that came up when I was talking with my sister, I was like, even honestly, it's weird because it's like they, they've seen like a freer version of myself, but even when drunk, there are moments where I'm like, ooh, I like feel free, but it's not like const. I don't constantly feel that way, even when I do drink, because I am aware of my mom specifically. Everyone else, I, when I'm drunk, I honestly don't give a shit about, <laughs> like, about um, not that I don't care about them, but like that I don't like care about looking a specific type of way or like them seeing me intoxicated I don't care but with my mom I do just because I know that she's like I do know that she's like more of a protective person she wants the best for us and like the best for us in her eyes does not include alcohol or anything else and because I am so different I feel like she thinks I'm like more drunk than I am because I've never blacked out with my family or been like super drunk to where I can't walk or like stumble at all or slur my words or anything like that. The drunkest I've been is just that I like, like let go a little bit more. Um, But for that, like my mom seeing that side of me too, is a contrast to what she's seen. So she, I feel like she like, gets worried that I'm like super out of control and that something bad's gonna happen um so I am aware of my mom when I'm drinking um and I don't know where I was going with that the point is me and my sister were talking and she mentioned because since before she had mentioned that like it's for me for the most part I'm always listening to music or like listening to something I don't really like 
am not really in silence so much. And I know a few years ago she had mentioned she was like, oh, something that she had worked on in the past because before she couldn't really be in silence either. And she was saying how like sometimes that, not that it is, but like it can be a sign of like you evading your problems by not like letting yourself have the mental space to like think things out because in your mind you're always like, like singing a song or doing something else. And so I know she had mentioned a few years ago about her working on that, about giving herself the mental space to like fully think things through and even not think about anything, but just like seeing what thoughts naturally come to your brain when there's no noise around, when you're not like being influenced by a song or like a podcast or any type of like audio that you're listening to. Where is it that your brain goes in silence? And so... A few like weeks ago, probably, um, she had mentioned the same thing. She was like, oh, I've noticed that like you're always listening to something. And she was like, oh, I I just wanted to like mention that like maybe you should take a little bit more time of like more silence time to like see where your thoughts going, where your thoughts are going, because you constantly like listening to something makes me think that you're trying to hide from like certain thoughts or like certain things and so that kind of planted the seed a little bit it did make me think I was like oh damn because before that I'd always been like oh I just like listening to music and like I like listening to things but I'd never thought about it in that sense I don't think it's super healthy to always think about it that way it's like if the shoe fits it fits and it fits so it made me think and so it was kind of like in the unconscious of my mind for the last few weeks and then last week I lost my headphones so I really wasn't listening to anything like during breaks and stuff like that at work during lunches um and then like outside of work I would listen to music but it's different like listening to something background noise without it like being in your ear and even then just like me not having my headphones I wasn't like super listening to as much And I did try to like also limit just to see what like my thoughts were that came up a little bit subconsciously. I don't think I did it like super actively being like, oh my God, I want to see where my thoughts wander. I think it was more of like a subconscious thing just because when she did mention that it did resonate and I was like, oh, now that you mention it, like it does sound like it does feel like I don't want to think about things and like I'm not like super happy with my mental state. So it's again like with alcohol that I'm like covering it up in the ways that I can. One of the ways being like noise or music and like singing along with the lyrics instead of thinking about things. Um, so I was thinking about that. And then the yesterday or not yesterday, the, oh no, it was yesterday. Yesterday when we were having our little conversation, she had mentioned the same thing. She's like, oh, I know I had already mentioned this to you, but like this is kind of tied into what we're talking about now with like, because I had also mentioned to her yesterday that I was like, it's so annoying that even when drinking, like I drink because I want to have like feel free. And even when drinking, I'm still like, oh, someone's gonna fucking come specifically my mom. And she's gonna be all up my ass about how much I've drinking and that I should stop. And like all of these things that like, it's like, oh, whenever she like gets near me, whenever I'm drinking, I'm always like, oh, pull it together. Don't show anything like block it off. Basically, pull it together for like a few minutes a few seconds while she's there 
And that's like not a way that I want to live my life. And she then she had also mentioned she was like, oh, it just seems like you're being like inauthentic to who you are. Number one, because of the contrast of the two people that I am sober and drunk. And then another thing is just that she was like, oh, like I, she had never noticed, I guess, how much it is that I, because all of this goes back to like caring about other people's opinions. And she's like, oh, I never noticed like how much you cared about what the family's going to think or like people's opinions in at all just because for the most part I feel like I put a facade of like oh like I'm I know like your opinion but I'm still going to do what I want and I feel like to a certain point I do have that mentality of oh I know you don't approve but I'm going to still do what I want but at another level there's a part of me that like can't help but like want to be I don't know if it's like perfect or like not I just don't want to be talked about badly I don't necessarily it doesn't like fully bother me being thought about or no I guess it's a combination of I don't want to be seen in like a negative light like I don't mind being like seen as like mediocre but I don't feel like I am just because like the life that I think I want to live which also yesterday I was like damn I don't even know what fucking life I want to live but all of that the like I don't think it's like super conventional so I don't think it's gonna be like a like a monotoned reaction I think it's either gonna be people being like oh that's cool like accepting or people not be not like the opposite so not being accepting um and because of that I don't feel like I, I tend to try to be monotone but at the same time another thought that came over yesterday I was like so why is it that I'm so like lenient or like so okay with conforming or at least pretending to conform to everyone else's standards but I'm not okay or like I'm also okay or like I don't even know how to how is it that I'm okay with like faking it but I'm not okay with like being true to myself when like the thing like one of the things that I want most is to be an authentic version of myself is to be authentic because I I've like growing up I saw the way that like my dad specifically was so like different and so fake I guess that like I don't want to end up like that because I know that he's not happy and I know he wasn't happy and so like that's the biggest example of like something that I don't want to be and there's a lot of people in my family that kind of do that thing too of like them not living authentic lives and then being miserable or like yeah just basically being miserable and like fake happy and I don't want to be that but that like based on what I'm doing now that's kind of where I'm fucking heading so it's it's just upsetting, like, being able to see that, but not knowing how to change my mentality, not knowing how to get out of things, of, like, that mindset, discovering how it is that I'm, I'll, like, slowly break out of that mold, slowly become, like, an authentic version of myself, which I know is not going to happen from today till tomorrow, one of the things that my sister mentioned, she was like, oh, one of the things that you could do is like by taking baby steps, number one would be like specifically focusing on like the relationship with my mom is just setting more boundaries, not because my mom does 
does like offer us a lot of assistance in the sense of like, oh, do you want me to make your doctor's appointments? Oh, I'm going to make this food. Like, what do you want for lunch? Like that kind of stuff that it's like, even with those little things, it's like, no, I've got it. Like, I'm going to make my own appointment. I'm going to call myself like just doing things more independently. She was saying how like, oh, like maybe that's like a baby steps. And then even though now I am living with my mom because it's smart for me and it's smart for her too we're able to live here and not have to rent a room so with that I I do want to continue to live with her in that sense just because financially it's better for the both of us but at the same time if I continue to feel this my sister was saying she's like you're like if if there's no way for you to set those boundaries if you do try to set boundaries baby step by baby step and you're unable to do that or if like for whatever reason my mom doesn't understand and like doesn't accept the boundaries that I'm setting she's like you are gonna have to make a decision and I know that and part of me I feel like I'm gonna have to move out to fully be myself even for probably a few years because I know that I already kind of moved out by going to college and like having my own life there but I think it was still like a different mentality because I knew that I was gonna go back and I knew that I still depended on my mom a lot but now that I'm like paying for my half of the rent paying for my stuff um it I just know it's like a it's already changing the dynamic in the sense that I don't need her. I don't rely on her pretty much. Like, yes, we're living together, but we're more or less like roommates. It's just that we have a history of being family members. So it already is a different dynamic. And I think it will start off by me just setting more boundaries. So I'll keep you updated on how that goes. But another thing is if my mom if I don't feel like I can set those boundaries or if I don't feel comfortable setting those boundaries or if my mom doesn't accept those boundaries then I think that I probably will move out and I feel like part of me almost wants to move out because it'd be like the easiest thing but at the same time I do think it's important that I at least try to make those boundaries just because even if it doesn't work out with like my my relationship with my mom I feel like in future relationships with friends and maybe a partner I feel like it will be important for me to learn how to set boundaries to learn how to like advocate for myself and my needs so I guess I'm going to start off with the relationship with my mom what else another thing that we talked about yesterday that was pretty much the gist of yesterday's conversation with my sister was just that like feeling of me not being free of me not even knowing who I am because I because she asked me she's like oh what is it that you're you're so scared of what is it that you're you don't want the family to know like what like bad thing is it that you want to do that you think is disproved of and honestly I didn't really know how to answer that question because I was like some of the things I feel like are not going to be super approved of but at the same time I don't know if I actually want those things or if it's more of like a an excuse that I'm using to try or think that I'm expressing myself by like doing those things I feel like the biggest thing I didn't say this to my sister (laughs) because 
boundaries because I'm also a big ass bitch. But anyway, one of the things that I kept thinking about yesterday that I was like, oh, I don't think that they'll, that like my family will approve of. Number one, partners. Yay. Um, I don't think that they'll approve of me bringing people over. Not that I necessarily would just because me as like taking them aside taking them out of the like picture, it's hard for me to connect with people. So I don't know that I would actually bring a guy home or anything like that. But I, I don't think that they would approve of me like trying different things out, having multiple partners, maybe having like unconventional partners to what they would like approve of mostly age wise, because I feel like I, <laughs> I don't, and here's the thing that I another So Age-wise, I'm attracted to older men, but at the same time, like thinking about it now and like getting older, I'm like, I don't know that I necessarily want an older partner just because compatibility-wise, I was like, and before I didn't see this, I was like, age is just a number, baby. (laughs) I was like, 10 years is like not a big like age gap at all. But now that I'm like starting to see things, I'm like, 10 years is a huge age gap with number one, the things that I'm dealing with. Obviously, I'm still in the process of flying the coop and like independent, Jesus Christ, I can't speak, becoming independent, like fully financially and like building my career up, even though right now it's fucking trash and I'll have a full episode on it. But like working on a lot of personal stuff that I feel like someone with that's 10 years older than me even though who the fuck knows in 10 years I might be like in a similar situation still not being 100% happy with my career and maybe still like struggling financially but I feel like that 10 years will make a difference in the sense that like I will have gone through more things. I will understand different things that I than I understand now because even this past year since I graduated college and me like finding a job and working full time and all of that, I already see things so much differently than I did before. Um, one, the level of bullshit that I feel like everything is, but that aside, I feel like a 10-year age gap is just a lot. So practically, I don't know that I would want like a partner, like a committed partner um, or even any partner at all, because even if it were to be more like, the thing is, I don't like want a full, just a sexual partner. If anything, I do. I don't know that I want like a full-blown like conventional relationship, but I would like to like talk about different things, see the way that they see life. And like, I just feel like a 10 year age gap wouldn't set itself up to what I'm now like picturing in my head for any type of relationship. So yeah, that one's getting crossed off by itself. But still, let's say that I fucking did want that still, I wouldn't feel comfortable bringing someone with a 10 year age gap home because, and I feel like I learn from the way that other people are treated. And like, obviously I have a lot of cousins and they have different lives. Some of them are very similar, but some of them don't have super similar lives. And I see the way that they react to people with like age gaps, like big age gaps, like 10 or more years obviously 
a fucking five-year age gap or less does not count in my <laughs> eyes, but who knows, maybe in a few years, few years I'll change my mind. But when it comes to like larger age gaps, oh, but at the same time, my parents are like 10 years apart. What the fuck? I don't know. I feel like the more I think about it, the, another thing, another theme that's coming up since yesterday is I feel like I tend to overthink things. This is not since yesterday. This is from literally fucking today that I was thinking about like, I tend to overthink things because it's like, I don't think that like anyone is truly a hundred percent happy, but I also don't know that. Well, one, I don't think that that's possible just because there's so many different like elements to our lives that I don't think it's a hundred percent like possible to be 100% happy but I fucking hope I sure I sure as hell hope that things are that there's at least some level of content with where even if things aren't going bad like things aren't going bad (laughs) even if things aren't going like according to plan or super well I feel like they're like or at least this is what my expectation is that there is a certain level of peace that you can acquire with like an okay situation obviously not everything lends itself to that like mental peace but like the life that I want to live with myself even though it, like now with what I'm learning even though things aren't going to be like 100% perfect 100% like okay 100% according to fucking plan I do want to reach some level of content to where even I even if I know that like the not, not everything is perfect that I'm still able to be at peace be relaxed with my life and not feel like any little fucking thing can come crumbling down or that any little detail is like bigger than it is because today we were talking about like different people in our family and how like different people have different struggles and different things that like the family doesn't approve of and it made me think and I was like Jesus Christ then everyone has something that's like not approved of so why is it that I'm so fucking adamant about being perfect if it's not possible and it's like, why would I, I guess, sacrifice my happiness or at least the things that I think will make me happy just so that they don't judge me? Why would I sacrifice that when either fucking way, I'll probably do something thinking that they'll approve that they won't approve. So like, I think I'm like teetering back and forth with that now. I'm like, okay, I know that I need to be myself and I know that it's like the world's not going to fucking crumble if they don't approve of everything that I do. But at the same time, I don't know how to translate that into my life. I don't know how to implement that into my life. I don't know how to like make myself relax enough to be myself, to be more expressive, to like just feel more confident in who I am and not like feel like I'm always watching my back because someone's gonna fucking see this or that and like and I feel like it does start with the little things it is gonna be like an adjustment it is gonna be hard even with the little fucking things because even with my grandma alone and me feeling like she's like narking on us for any little thing that we do even that alone it's like and if she tells everyone what the fuck like and what like nothing's gonna happen to me I'm fine like she can tell whoever she wants they can think whatever they want it's still 
like shouldn't really affect or I don't want it to affect how I live my life. I don't want to feel like I can only be myself in a little ass fucking space because that's not the lifestyle that I want to live. It's not going to make me happy and it's just not what I want to do. So I want to slowly start implementing that. This is becoming way longer than I thought. So I'm going to stop now because I need to go to sleep so I can work tomorrow. Yeah, basically, I wanted to talk about like the things that I, that had been making me sentimental. Um, and then another like side issue is the whole alcohol dependence thing that I don't feel like I'm dependent on alcohol yet, but I do feel like I can lead to that path. So... I want to like change my mentality with alcohol and I feel like the best thing to do would probably be to not drink or at least not drink with my family in like a social setting and push myself or at least not like heavily drink maybe like one drink but that's it and not and like push myself to be more expressive, to be more engaging, and to not like double think things as much. Because one of the things that I was thinking about, I was like, I don't understand how it's so easy for other people to like have such fluid conversations without double thinking stuff. And the other day at that party, when I had sobered up because I drank, got drunk, and then sobered up. And when I was sober again, I was like, there was things that I wanted to input into the conversation, but I would like double think things. I'd be like, how would I even say that? Or like stuff like that, that I was like, okay, this is like, like I obviously do have thoughts and I do have opinions and I do have like things to contribute to the conversation. I'm just overthinking about of it. And by the time that I'm like, oh, okay, I'm ready to contribute this to the conversation, the conversations like moved on to a different topic to a different topic so I think part of me is just gonna be letting go and just inputting the things when I think them and I'll probably seem awkward at first probably I don't fucking know like it'll be weird for them and it'll be weird for me too but I think I just need to like jump the gun and just start with little baby steps so that's the moral of this story start with little baby steps do what you want to do be true to yourself and just take little baby steps at a time. Maybe by the time that like I'm older or within who knows how many years time, like I'll look back and hopefully I'll look back and think, oh my God, I'm so like proud and I'm so glad for the baby steps that I took. Um, hopefully it's just not, it's not just a thought that I don't act on. So we'll see. And that's it for another episode of Life in Mars. Mm -hmm.